Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello, Lewis Black here, and welcome to Rantcast number five. We head down this week to Florida in February, so another big break. Yes, sirree, Bob. To hit Florida in February it can be nice. It can also, and it has been, as I've done from time to time. Really? The coldest it's ever been in Florida? Fuck! But uh, you just got to take the shot and hope for the best. And uh, We certainly got lucky because the first two nights were in Clearwater, February 13th, February 14th, 2019, February 15th on to Jacksonville, February 16th in Stewart, Florida. February 13th was a a special night to be performing as far as I was concerned because it was my father's 101st birthday. And so uh, really that show was in honor of him and you'll be hearing more about him later on. And uh, he passed away, as many of you know. It was great to be able to celebrate that night in in Clearwater. And I just wish that uh, my parents, who had been able to travel with me a lot, could have been with me there because uh, I think they would have loved that that town, city, really, uh, located 20 miles from uh, the hustle and bustle. Yes, the hustle and bustle of Tampa Bay. And it's a a beautiful little beach and... uh, resort area, uh, except with one bit of a drawback. It is the home of Scientology. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it's the, if, they, if Los Angeles is considered that, but it's certainly a, I think it is. It's one of its epicenters, truly an epicenter, a major, major fucking epicenter. And if you don't know about Scientology, I'm not going to sit here and go on and on and on about it because that would take up this whole uh, Rantcast number five, and we wouldn't even get to the rants. You'd just be listening to me scream. So the town of Clearwater is kind of overrun by the Scientologists. And uh, many of the uh, folks who live there uh, we have a tendency to kind of steer clear of them. And one of the interesting things is we were looking at hotels to stay at in that area. There was a beautiful place. And we thought, wow, 
look at that. That'll be a great place to stay. It would have been a great place to stay if it was a fucking hotel. But it was no, it was the um, it was the headquarters, really, of the Scientology at, in Clearwater. The theater there is quite beautiful. It is the Capitol Theater, a jewel, really, 644 seats. We played two nights there. When we were actually beginning the show, thousands of Scientologists went walking by the theater on their way home from their uh, meeting. I won't even, wouldn't call it a church meeting, I guess they're electro-telepathic, whatever they are doing, getting to their higher selves meeting, uh, looking for a tax write-off meeting. We also uh, were lucky enough to stay at a uh, a lovely place called the Bellevue Inn, which had been uh, kind of renovated every so often. Uh, one of the great joys of, of being able to be on the road like this is to stay at some really nice places. And the Bellevue Inn was no exception. Uh, on the water and on a golf course. Who could ask for anything more? So I could play shitty and then go drown myself. <laughs> we went on from there to Jacksonville. Florida, where uh, at this point, depending on when you're listening to this, may or may not have had the Republican convention. That was where uh, the leader wanted to move it uh, to Jacksonville. It's uh, the theater there is the Florida Theater, and it is uh, a historic American movie theater that was uh, opened in April 1927. There's a terrific downtown area around it, which is good. Food trucks everywhere, which is good. Uh, because uh, Jacksonville, which I enjoy going to and which I've had a lot of fun in, and uh, uh, David Tell and Mitch Hedberg and I way back had a uh, glorious night there performing. I've never really sold many tickets in Jacksonville, but they continue to ask me back, which is very sweet of them. From Jacksonville, we rolled into Stewart, Florida. A lot of people don't know Stewart. It is the ancestral home of uh my uh, my friend, my mainstay opener, really, for years, John Bowman. It is a, I'd call it a pocket beach community. It is, uh, the room is very small, but it's really terrific. And it it's really this wonderful little beach town all, in and of itself. You'd have to stumble onto it. I certainly didn't know it existed. It's really uh, quite worth a visit. I don't know if you're going to stay there. But it's certainly worth, you know, the time and the energy to wander in. And so then we left the next day. Yes, we did. I got up and we uh, rolled up into the Orlando airport. Here's a place you don't want to leave from. Certainly not on a Sunday morning because uh, a gazillion tourists, well, a gazillion tourists at that point were uh, will, would leave on any given day. Orlando being the home of Universal Studios um, and SeaWorld and Disney World, every cruise ship known to mankind, any cruise ship that can carry 12 billion people will dock there. And they all roll in to the Orlando airport. You can stand online and really, uh, it'd be nice actually if you could uh, sleep in, which we do actually in the Orlando airport, there's a hotel there. And even with that, it is still one of the most miserable places (laughs) I've ever flown out on. You just can't beat it. There's no way to beat it. There are too many people wanting to get home and too many people wanting to get there. Just too many people. And so that's uh, what we're rolling into. Florida, a place that uh, is loved by many. I I will leave you with this. Uh, My parents, uh, who went down there early on, been looking around probably in their early 70s, you know, and and weren't really ready to uh, move out of their the house in in Maryland where they were living. They went down there to see friends, and maybe 
maybe think about retiring there. And I asked my father, the immortal Sam Black, well, he, he, what'd you think, Dad? Would you retire to Florida? He said, I'm not retiring to Florida. So why not? He said, too many old people there. I leave you with that. And the voices you'll be hearing from Ramcast number five. We are coming to you live from Clearwater, Florida at the Capitol Theater here. And uh, for those of you who've not been to uh, Tampa Bay, Clearwater, St. Pete, it's pretty beautiful, <laughs> especially this time of year. And, uh, and you can hear by the half-hearted applause that a lot of people don't fucking believe that. So you be the judge. Uh, I know that I left during a freezing rain. Uh, and uh, it's a really great time to come during January and February, the height of the season. So you could really just have the, the like the, the like even a, a Motel 6 will just stick it to you. Uh, <laughs> you really play overinflated prices. And you could get fucked like today. Uh, and I wouldn't call this fuck to me because I didn't really come down here to. It's, I'm not a big swim guy. I look at the water. And I think, oh, ear infection. But, <laughs> but, um, but it was, you know, to them it was cold today. It was in the, it was 50. You can hear the cough in the background. They suffer so. <laughs> it was like 58 today, and it, and it was a little, you know, it was there was a chill in the air, and it was a little windy, and ooh, people were suffering. Uh, <laughs> But you could get fucked because you're paying, you know, you're paying the, the money you're paying for is it's supposed to be fucking 80. <laughs> but um, I've, I've liked it down here. Uh, I've had uh, a good friend who lives down here and I've got to see him. And uh, and it's uh, I've did a New Year's down here at the uh, the Tampa Improv in Ybor City, which is a really fascinating uh, in the old part of town and well worth your time. Uh, but really tonight I want to, uh, I already talked about him in the, the show a bit, but uh, my father, for those of you who are out there watching, is uh, he turns 101, he turned 101 today. So, uh, uh, and he is uh, quite remarkable. Um, I wanted to tell a story about him. It's uh, uh, it kind of struck me in light of, and it, 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 it's one of these stories I don't think uh, I've ever really written about. In, uh, but it was in light of recent occurrences in terms of uh, the of whether someone is prejudiced in a in a time frame uh, and what that means. My uh, my father told me this story. My father is the one who introduced me to theater. He took me to a lot of theater. He thought theater was really important. Um, and so I ended up in theater. I, I think he drove me into theater because he wanted to see what it was like if he had a child who would who would live in poverty, and uh, <laughs> and how he would fare. But uh, but he did. He took me to a ton of shows, and uh, and he was really smart about it about theater in itself. And he saw he saw really some of the some of the most extraordinary he saw you know uh marlon brando on stage he saw he saw everybody on stage just i mean the, the list is i could sit here and go through the list of things uh but i think that the the effect it had on him in terms of his just his social education was extraordinary he lived in new york city 
Um, and, uh, and to give you an idea, he was an only child uh, raised by my grandmother, and he chose to go in, the, I guess, 1930, must have been 36, 35, to go to the University of Oklahoma, which was barely a state. Uh, and, but they had, he wanted to, he was majoring in mechanical engineering. I asked him once uh, why he chose to go to the University of Oklahoma, of all places in the country. And he said, I looked at all the schools in the United States, and he said it was as far away as I could get from my mother and still be in the United States. Uh, but he told me a story, uh, and I, I don't know how it came up. He went and saw Paul Robeson and um, Uta Hagen in Othello by Shakespeare. Uh, and Paul Robeson, for those of you who don't know, is uh, was an extraordinary um, black actor who was kind of had a, a troubled career, only troubled because he uh, he uh, was kind of a self, self-proclaimed, he was a communist. So you can't, you know, perform and be an American and a communist simultaneously. That's just a horrible, horrible thing to do. Because uh, there's, there's, there were like three of them. Um, but it, it really, but he, he you know, he... Uh, his, he was legendary, and 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 is legendary. And uh, so, to, for my father to go to see him, and Uta Hagen is just this great theatrical actress. They were both extraordinary. There's a, uh, if you ever want to see him, he's in a in a thing, The Emperor Jones by Eugene O'Neill. Uh, that you can still you can see um, Robeson on film. Uh, uh, I mean, he's just a big, powerful man and an extraordinary extraordinary actor and that's when my father went to see him because he felt it would be he hadn't seen Othello and he thought this would be the Othello of his lifetime and he went and um, he's you know and Othello goes to uh, to kill Desdemona and grabs her by the neck and my father said at that point in time was as he watched this black man grab this white woman by the throat, and he realized at that moment that he was prejudiced, that he realized that he was looking at something that truly disturbed him, that he, it upset him not in the way as if it was a, a, if it was a white person doing, if it was a white person committing that, that who, was, who was choking the... Uh, a white woman and it f- flipped him out and it changed and he thought about it and it completely changed the way that he that he thought and it ended up really changing the fact that he went from being someone who who he felt was uh, that he was prejudiced to someone who wasn't and never and and worked his way through it that to me uh, typifies my father Thank you for letting me share that, and uh, and I didn't cry, so that was good. <laughs> now he's also a tr- he was a tremendous painter, and uh, there's a lot of other stories I may tell some more tomorrow. Um, 
but you won't be here. <laughs> and uh, and that, I'm not sure about that. And it'll be Valentine's Day. And those, that's really a creepy fucking audience. <laughs> it really is. I don't work a lot of Valentine's Days. This is really a mistake. I think the theater realizes it's a mistake. Why would you book me? What could you fucking be thinking? As they're sitting out there holding hands going, when's he going to be over? So I can touch your tatas. Unbelievable. So I'm going to read a few things. And, uh, and then also, if you, the other thing is, is uh, the, we, we, one of the first times we drove down to perform in this theater, which we love performing at because it's a, it's a smaller house, so we play here two nights, and there's an intimacy here that really, my comedy, it's intimate here and in my bedroom. It's the same type of, of comedy takes place there. And... Um, <laughs> But we were driving in the first time, and we drove by this thing. You drive right by this fucking building that's just this huge fucking thing. And we all looked at it, and we all said, because we were staying about 10 miles away, why the fuck aren't we staying there? And we really, then it was, you know, pointed out to us that that was the, the home of Scientology. So, so it... If you're watching tonight and you're thinking, fuck, I always wanted to be a Scientologist. And the last thing standing between me and Scientology is listening to you, Lewis. And, and, and you're wondering, you know, how do I, this is where to come to. This is the place you want to come. You want to fly in and then you want to go over to that big giant fucking place. And then you'll never be heard from again. <laughs> Okay, this is, so I'm going to read a few things. This is all written by, uh, most of them are written by folks from here. There's a couple I've picked out because they're kind of really kind of make, it'll make us feel better about ourselves. Um, This is Maria or Mariah, Maria, M-O-R-I-A-H. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Uh, Hey, it was. Uh, Fucking A. Yeah, good for me. God, I could be a teacher. But what's your gender? I'll never remember the gender! 20 million people live in Florida. Five fucking million live in the Tampa Bay area. We don't have a decent public transit system. We live on a peninsula. You do the math. Traffic is a constant, grueling, horrendous nightmare. And the Republicans continue to turn down options to trains or more buses. It's nauseating. The news said this morning we all wasted 97 hours in traffic last year. And no one paid me for it. This is uh, this is from uh, Gene. My husband and I will be at your show tonight. This will be the fifth time we've spent good money to see you. <laughs> yeah, you and John, uh, and then what the fuck? And John isn't even here, so you really got pimped. Tomorrow we have an appointment to see a psychiatrist to get our heads examined. <laughs> I'll send you the bill. <laughs> Love always, fuck you. <laughs> Gene and Tom, thank you. I'll let you, I'll say hi to John. And uh, you can send him the bill. 
It says, Manny, I'll be at the Wednesday Clearwater show. I was going to send you a video of my parents saying, fuck you. But you can't submit videos on this stupid submittal form. So fuck you. Okay, Lewis, uh, I'm a Brit and I live in a country fucking stupid enough to vote for Brexit. To give a Brexit ferry contract to a company that doesn't have any motherfucking fairies. Now we start to feel a little better about ourselves, don't we? That Brexit shit, I love watching those fuckers just put their fingers right up their bums. And it's now backed itself into a corner where there's no emergency plan. Rather than discuss not going through with this dumbassery, my prime minister is busy giving interviews about how she scrapes the mold off her fucking jar of jam to reduce food waste. My rage couldn't ignite volcanoes right now. <laughs> that was from Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. And God, I love the fact that, and then she could be in Britain, which is really great. That's. <laughs> And really fucking, and and probably missed it because it's late there or early or whatever the fuck it is. Um, This is from Steve, uh, who is, there's there's, uh, from Land O'Lakes, Florida. There's a Land O'Lakes, Florida? You don't even make the fucking butter there. Oh. I'm going to have to do some research. (laughs) Lewis, my wife and I are teachers from up the road in Pasco County. I'm sure you've heard of Pasco County. I saw him on the news tonight. (laughs) Because our county decided it would be a great idea to help promote tourism by showing off our fine civilians getting arrested in the live PD every weekend. There was a debate on TV tonight. They were showing that. That's very funny. That's why I picked this, because I, I actually went, fuck, I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> but there are people who want it. The, the county council wants it off the air because it's destroying, apparently. People, people are watching this and are deciding not to come to your town. Uh, I know that if I saw it, I'd, I'd still come. I won't give a shit. <laughs> it would be one more reason to come. And then they brought the cop on, and he was like, fuck you, you fucking... (laughs) And if it pays for it, since you don't tax... (laughs) Wake up. It's one way to get it paid for. For example, last weekend we saw a husband hit his wife with a burrito. Uh, I'm going to have to look that one up. That's a true story. I can't make that shit up. Of course you can't make that shit up. I wonder what kind of burrito it was. Chicken, carnitas. Wow, you could go through the whole thing. Shrimp. Uh, Oh, anyways, explain to me why I'm not really surprised to hear that Donald Jr. say that teachers are losers at his latest rally. What the fuck has what the fuck has our country turned into that we are calling teachers losers? What's next? Calling our first responders pussies? What a great fucking last name I have, too, for Valentine's Day, don't you think? And it was his last name. It's Steve Loveless. Wrote the- <laughs> Very nice. 
you know, that's it's really it's my mother was a teacher. It's absolutely horrific to, to when they uh, when when people go after teachers. It's really it's it's appalling is what it is. You don't go after te- teachers give of their time, their energy and, and, a, and, a, and a great deal of their lives to children. And it's, and it's just not it's just not right. And uh you deserve better than that. And you certainly, he shouldn't, you know, basically they should, and Donald Jr. saying anything about teachers, they should just bleep it. Fucking, it's just wrong. I mean, you know, it, nobody, when you got into teaching, you didn't think, oh boy, I've got to be Mother Teresa, but that's what they fucking expect of you. Um, and this is the the final one. This is a this is from Emily. Uh Dear Lewis, happy almost Valentine's Day. I hope you get fucked. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Emily. Just, it never happens. That and New Year's are always a bust. But if you do decide to get some hanky panky here in Florida, in Clearwater, Florida, well, you should take some friendly advice and wrap that sucker up. <laughs> you don't want to catch Scientology. All your money, friends, and family will be gone, but you'll have of those spiritual graded courses to stand by. Good fucking luck. And you probably thought I was going to say STDs. All I want to say is fuck welcome to Florida, home of the stupidest, dumbest people I've ever met in the United States, ever. I should know I've lived in New York primarily for 30 years and traveled eight years of it with the U.S. Air Force in my 20s, so I've met my share of stupid. Floridians are highly entertaining people, though. Watching the news and seeing some of the finest specimens on the planet get killed by algae is pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> if you haven't heard, there is this thing called Red Tide, which I have heard of, which is unbelievable, which should actually be called Stop Throwing Your Shit in the Water. I think I know the solution to this problem that all these scientists can't figure out. See, Lewis, while all these Scientologists go and study the water and analyze the sea life, I figured out the solution to this problem. It's called, stop throwing the shit in the water, you fucking moron! <laughs> and yeah, some of them might be tourists who don't live here, but if I see one more of you and your spawn of Satan children throw your dirty diaper into the ocean, I'm going to smear it in that PB&J sandwich you brought for your kiddo and make you sing Disney songs while doing it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all these morons learned in primary education this invisible line called the equator and how Florida is close to the goddamn sun, which makes it hot. And you know what the sun does, Floridians, besides make you all nuts? The sun makes the ocean bath water, and that bath water grows bacteria. And bacteria kills things! So how about you don't throw your shit in the ocean? Problem fucking solved, and humanity has been saved! Thanks, Lewis. Love listening to you while driving to my job that is 10 minutes away, but takes me an hour and a half to get to. <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for coming out tonight. We'll be back in clear water tomorrow. We've returned to Clearwater, Florida for our second night at the Capitol Theater. First, I'd like to apologize to the nurse who I yelled at before the, before the show. No, I would really would because it was I was really mean. But uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for nurses, and I think what you folks do is. So, 
I would like to say, and I rarely say this, except the, 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 my friends, the, my, the women I know who are friends of mine, because I, I feel obligated to say it. And I will say it to you because, but I, but the, and to nurses everywhere, happy Valentine's Day. But, but my real feelings about Valentine's Day are, this is just fucking appalling. (laughs) There's no reason for this, not in February. I don't care. You want to have a holiday of love. It's not, not in this month, not in this desolate two-bit shit month. And it is. They don't even give it enough days. They try to make it shorter, and it still goes on forever. Not down here. Not down here. And for those of you who really want to live in a place where it's just wonderful all the time, and you, and it's just the soundtrack down here is just one. Everything is like posies. Everything. Everything you can imagine. All rainbows and fucking unicorns and lollipops. You know, you come here. It's always... 75 degrees, and if it's not, it's, uh, it's, it's not really that fucking cold! <laughs> so, you know, you could, but, but even that, but anywhere else in the country, February, in, in the Midwest, February is like, you know, it, it's not short, it, it can't be short enough. <laughs> There's no reason to have... A holiday. Well, you, you, you know what it's based on. It's based on the chocolate. They, they couldn't sell their chocolate at this time of year. They fucking couldn't sell their fucking flowers. They couldn't get this shit off the shelves. They're fucking these idiots. They, they, they bought too many fucking uh, jewelry shit for Christmas. They fucking were stuck with this shit. Now let's get rid of it. Oh, we'll have another day. We'll have Valentine's Day. Um, it's bullshit. It's bullshit on a stick. We all know it's bullshit on a stick. None of us have ever seen bullshit on a stick. And I, and I believe that I'm the first person, much like, like the president would say, he's the first person who ever said it. I believe I'm the first person who's, who actually put bullshit on a stick. A lot of people have used it in terms of a term, but I've actually gone into a field and said, there, take that bullshit, take that. And I put it on a stick and I've waved it, waved it at the air and said, not you, not you, Valentine's Day. It's not, it's seriously, it's fucking, think about it. December 25th, then it's like January 1st, then it's like fucking, you got four weeks, five weeks, then it's two weeks. So it's seven weeks. It's seven weeks ago. We did Christmas. That's fucking enough. It's enough. That's the winter fuck time. That's when you get your shit. Shut the fuck up. All the gifts are out. Move it. Move the holiday. That's all I'm asking. Move it out of flu season. There's no reason. I don't care where you are in the country. People are like, are we going to go out and have a nice dinner? Yeah, when I can get the, you know, the hawk out of my throat. You come on. Move it to like April or May or June. That's where it belongs. Fucking that's exactly where it belongs. And until that happens, fuck, fuck it. I'm not involved. I don't care. I'm not going to give you a happy Valentine's Day. When I was a child, it's nothing but traumatizing. Will you be my Valentine? No. How many fucking no's can you take? 
Oh, don't go. I don't need that fucking false shit in the back. Oh. So I'm going to, I'll turn this over to you since I was raving like a dog here. This is from Dana. <laughs> Old fuckers who wear too much perfume really piss me off. Perfume is for the person that you're snuggling with to find during an intimate setting. It's not meant to fumigate the whole fucking theater. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently there's a lot of you out there who are wearing a lot of perfume. This is uh, from Russell. Big fan, Lewis. This is my fourth time seeing you, and I flew all the way from Texas to see you. Oh, you're insane. Since I didn't see any Texas dates on your tour just yet. No, I won't be back to Texas till September. Uh, Holy shit, have you seen the Scientology shit around here? (laughs) That's really funny. So he came from Texas. He stumbles over. He comes here. He starts wandering around and goes, holy shit. Because you had no idea, didn't you, Russell? You had no idea. It's fucking, you're lucky. I'm glad you, I'm glad you made it to the show. A lot of the people, they come and they have these bags and they just grab you and then they take you away. You're gone. <laughs> Holy shit, have you seen all the Scientology shit around here? What the fuck? I'm from the Bible Belt in Texas, but I've never seen so many robots trying to get clear. <laughs> This is from Ashley. I'm a high school theater teacher from Palm Harbor who's at the show tonight. Uh, I want to know why uh, Donald Trump thinks teachers are socialist losers. (laughs) That's that's like really, really, that's just so unbelievable. Like the teachers are socialists. Really? I may make practically minimum wage to educate the trust fund babies, but heck, socialist? Did I mention I teach theater? So it's unbelievable. Nobody's a, a teacher's a socialist. But of course, you, if you are a teacher, you want to be a socialist just so you can get some fucking perks. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, because there's no safety net otherwise. They don't pay enough. They, yeah. No, they don't. They really don't. It's criminal. It's really criminal. My generation was the last generation that was educated by a a group of teachers who were paid an actual middle-class wage. And then they just said, yeah, come on. I thought you wanted to be Mother Teresa. (laughs) That's what they do in this country. Nurses are supposed to be Mother Teresa. Teachers are supposed to be Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa wasn't even Mother Teresa. (laughs) This is from Pam. This is good, Pam. If they could build a wall to stop robocalls, then I would be okay to give the orange-ass clown more money. (laughs) Shut the fuck up about the wall. I can't even answer my phone anymore. I get, you get, uh, Pam, if you're here, I don't know if you're here tonight, this came from last night, but I get these, now I'm getting calls and they're speaking Chinese to me. Do you get those? Yeah, those are like, fucking, what the fuck? And then I think, I wish there was like a translation or something, because it may be something I want. (laughs) The other ones I get are, you know, we know that you're interested in pain management. I never called you about pain management. (laughs) 
fucking, it's nine o'clock in the morning and you race out because you think, because my parents are 100 and 101. This could be the call. Pain management, you son of a bitch. People who rant that you are actually a Republican in disguise. Wow. Boy, would that be exhausting. I'm not a Republican and I'm not a Democrat, okay? I've said it time and again. Um, I've always been for quite a long time a socialist. Uh, There is no, for the the Republicans to be beating this drum about socialism and and the fear of it is beyond fuck belief. I don't care if there seems to be this wave of it coming. When you, when you, it's not going to happen. Not in my life time okay it's gonna happen eventually because people are gonna go holy fuck uh i don't need a pot i don't have a pot to piss in and then people are gonna have to share a pot (laughs) thank you thank you for following me on that one (laughs) but it's really ludicrous i've always felt that i've always felt that so to to say that i'm a republican or a democrat you know no and what they really have done is drive me to the center. I just want those fuckers to actually do stuff. I want them to sit down and do stuff. I, I'm really, I don't care anymore. I don't care what, what either side wants to prove uh, uh, in terms of their fucking who won during this thing. Nobody won. We got fucked again. It's all about if they won. No, nobody wins. I don't care if you think your party won, you fucking idiots. It's bullshit. We're always, nobody wins and we get fucked. That's the deal, okay? It's that simple. And the rest of you, I guess, are really happy. You don't care the waves are... (laughs) Surf's up! (laughs) This is... This is LJ. Uh, why are there toothpicks in restaurants? This is, a, now we're talking something important. <laughs> Every so often somebody comes up with something. Because no matter, I always go, what the fuck they've said? Because we have about 96 hours of, of, of people yelling about shit. And they, somebody always, and no one has ever discussed toothpicks. <laughs> Why are there toothpicks in restaurants? Who wants to watch anyone pick any remaining remnants of their meal out of their teeth anywhere in a restaurant or ever? And where did those disgusting little gobs of food go once they were removed by said toothpick? One of a germaphobe's worst nightmares. I kid you not. I would say you probably shouldn't go to a restaurant anymore, LJ. And... uh, this is okay. Um, I'll read that at the end because it's so sweet. <laughs> I'm going to just do that to taunt myself. Um, the, uh, this is from Dave. Dave is uh, a Canadian, and I get stuff from him, Dave Andrews, and he writes uh, fairly consistent, consistently. But I just, I'm reading it because I, I thought you'd enjoy that. This is to all the Canadian snowbirds that are going to be in your audience as you embark on your Florida swing of your tour, uh, or as we Canadians refer to Florida as our second home. (laughs) Stay the fuck down south unless you're dumb as a nit. Another fucking winter storm is barreling up our arse as I write this. 
if any Canadian snowbird ever came back from Florida before the end of April, they need to have their fucking head red. See you all in May, but don't forget to keep your ice grippers on your shoes because I'm fucking sure there'll be ice hanging around here until summer. And stop posting all those fucking pictures of being at the beach because the anger level here at home is only getting higher with each goddamn Facebook post. We're going to, uh, I'm going to read this. This will, will end with this. And then what I'd like you to do, because I forgot to do this last night, and uh, is to sing, um, so if you could sing happy birthday to my father. That's sweet, huh? Yeah. Because he's my valentine. Oh, that just gave me the creeps. Okay, this is from David. Uh, and it's the only one I got that was about Valentine's Day. Uh Speaking of Valentine's Day, my wife and I were at dinner last year for this stupid, shitty holiday, and the waitress steps over to our table and asks, are we ready to order? I replied back, my wife just stepped out to the bathroom. And the waitress replied back, oh, do you know what she's having? And I said, well, it's been about 10 minutes now. (laughs) She's probably having a shit. So I tell this story to my wife when she gets back, and needless to say, she didn't find any of that humorous at all. So I said to her, honey, on the way back home, we are going to stop at the hospital. Uh, uh, Why is that, she replied? Because we're going to look for your sense of humor that they cut out of you when you had your (laughs) C-section. After 16 years of marriage and almost 24 years of being together, I still try to make her laugh. Oh, oh. I don't sing, and I because of my. But I'm going to say I'll step back. But my father is Sam, uh, and so uh, if you would wouldn't mind singing, uh, "Happy Birthday," that would be really great. We'll end the show with that, and uh, and we'll get it to him. We'll get it to him, and it'll really piss my mother off. But it's really good. She can't hear really well either, so I'll tell her it's for her too. <laughs> so. Uh, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sam. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, Clearwater. We'll be coming to you tomorrow night from Jacksonville and then uh, uh, from Stewart, Florida, and then we head home and we'll be gone a week and then we'll be rolling into Peoria probably in time for like some sort of an ice fuck storm. (laughs) It's been a pleasure spending time with you. Thanks to everybody who wrote in. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. We're coming to you uh, live tonight from Jacksonville, Florida, in the really astonishingly beautiful Florida theater. Um, uh, don't litter? Really? Boy, is that something to worry about here. here in, yeah, really, seriously, I was just at your waterfront, and you got to deal with some shit down there, so don't... That little... I'll get that cap on the way out, Okay. Okay, that you can you can calm down. Um, a lot of the people here this evening, for those who are watching at home, are uh, just uh, have had have had a long week. It's been a tough week. The sun has been out, and they've been really happy, and it's been almost too much for them. So uh, this I've been in. This is uh, the first time I was in Jacksonville. Was uh, actually with uh, on the first time I toured here was. Uh, I hadn't worked here as a comic. I came here with, uh, uh, I didn't do cl- a club here. I came here to work the theater and I came with uh, the, the brilliant David Tell and the remarkable Mitch Hedberg. And uh, it, was the, uh, it was my transition from doing clubs to, to performing in theaters. And we had, a, we had a really great fucking night in Jacksonville that was quite memorable. And uh, really, uh, I have a real soft spot for you. For Jacksonville, and especially since your football team is has been almost as almost serious. Hey, 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 wait, just wait, okay? Because I'm I my, the team I no 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 please just calm the fuck down, okay? I mean, let me complete the the thought here. You know the reason I also have a soft spot since you have your team. My team is Washington. Okay, so you could take both of our teams and put them together and actually put them in a blender. And if you drank them, it wouldn't taste good. But you, you guys have uh, the opportunity. You could get your hands if you, if you figured it out on, on, on falls, couldn't you? Yeah. And those of you who didn't applaud, you, 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 what the fuck, you, who do you want? Okay? Who's coming around, okay? Because I'll tell you what we got in Washington. We got uh, one guy, his, we don't even know if he's going to have his leg. The second guy is, is, is Colt McCoy, who's never really been, he just kind of, he's okay, and then he gets hurt. And... And the third guy played two games for the first time since he was nine years old. So, 
And, and we won't go after we won't go after Nick Foles, and they won't and they and the, the Eagles won't trade them to us because we're in the same division as the Eagles. But you have a shot, you fuckers. So no, I've. And I, I'll tell you, I've come down here, you know, we, we come down here every two years and you, it's really kind of pretty amazing uh, what's happened down here. In every city across the country over the past 15 years or 16 years or 17 years that I've been touring, uh, you know, you, it's each, you, every city has gotten, you, you've got more uh, housing downtown, you've got more stuff going on downtown, a lot more is happening downtown, and uh, I'm kind of, it's, it, it's impressive. And a lot of people say, it was this or it was that, and, and you know, you know, the, 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 this schmuck takes, you know, the, the president takes credit for this, fuck, you know, or the, the other people take credit, no. What, what should be, ta you take credit for it, it's your city, you take credit for it. And what was interesting is you, for me, you were one of the uh, places that I always said, God, I wish they could find me. I, I don't think that they know that there's uh, colors in paint. <laughs> Seriously, every year I'd come here and go, fuck, they, they, wow. And now you, you found it. Somebody went, holy fuck, there's red. And it was, there must have been a celebration that day because, and that's really impressive because they're whole fucking swatches of the country. And you could maybe, you know, send people out and go to them and go, look, ooh, 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 we've got color. So, uh, and I mean it, you fucking, I mean it, you don't even fucking notice. Which is for the reason you have a lack of reaction. We drove into town and went, look at that wall. Somebody painted the fucking wall. And uh, so, and I look forward to coming back when you get that, uh, that the harbor, whatever the fuck is happening near the, you know, the, the it's, it's jam packed tonight. The, the downtown, which is rarely is like crazy tonight because they're actually, they're doing something great tonight. The, uh, at the, uh, where I'm staying is, is the uh, teacher of the year awards, which is terrific. And, uh, and, um, but, and I, and I believe that a lot of teachers deserve awards because it's uh, this is a hellish time to be a teacher. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. The, the, you know, to deal with the parents you got to deal with and the kids you got to deal with and the, the pharmacists that you got to deal with who are giving drugs to the kids you got to deal with. It's more than it's more than anybody should have to deal with. I mean that. It's fucking unbelievable. Have a parent come in and tell you that my little Timmy, shut the fuck up. No. So, this is from Alan, is in the audience. A lot of what I'm reading tonight comes from the audience. Only three things are inevitable death, taxes, and endless construction on I 95. <laughs> One of the reasons that I keep repeating this, that I like to do this is because uh, the, the fact that we, it takes a little time, the reason that we start later than we, that we don't start on time is because we have to wait for folks to be able to get in and, uh, 
get in and seated and stuff. And uh, But what happens during that time frame is great because inevitably somebody sees something, that, you know, because they're looking around and they're bored shitless and they don't want to talk to anybody anymore. Whoever they're with, they go, God damn it, I fucking have, no, I've had it. So they start looking around and then they start saying shit like this. This is from the unintentional butt crack I just saw in the audience at your show. Not quite Grand Canyon, more like Joey Buttafuoco. But gross either way, this is real. I'm at your show. My name is Seth. Thank you, Seth. Thank you for sharing. And <laughs> that's really... Looking around, looking for something comforting, and you got butt crack. This is from Joe. This is at a restaurant. He was at a restaurant nearby the Florida theater. The waitress asked, Who was the performer tonight? See, that's what's really unbefuckingly The level of fucking advertising in this country has no effect. Nobody sees who's going anywhere anymore. The restaurant is near here. The person doesn't know who's performing here. What are the fucking chances of that? That means that the person had to walk by, see my name, and it bounced off their head. The waitress asked, who was the performer tonight? We replied, Louis Black. She said, isn't he a Jew? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, Joe replied, so is your customer. <laughs> Wait till I tell Nick Foles this story. You just lost the quarterback. Wow, that's unbelievable. Isn't he a Jew? God damn it. I thought I'd hidden it so well. This is from Laddie, who's in the... Lewis, I just had a triple bypass, and for some reason I have a constant erection. What I really am thrilled with, Laddie, is you, that you could share that with us. And I, I think that the reason is, is that you are really fucking happy you're alive. And I think much like me, you just believe the shit that you think. <laughs> you believe you're having a constant erection. You're just glad that when you're, you know, you're, you probably, you are so happy you're alive, your hand is in your pants all the time. Speaking of your hand in your pants, Jared says that Taylor Swift looks like a sexed up meerkat. See, I really enjoyed that. Fuck the rest of you. I don't care. You didn't laugh at that tough shit. That was good. That was good. I thought that was a solid, dead-on, fucking nailed it. Okay? I didn't, I didn't notice that. I went, ah, oh, yeah. And then most of you know, no, no. She's, she's just really sexy. She doesn't look like a meerkat. No, she doesn't look like a meerkat. Okay? But the joke is, but you missed it. Okay? There have been some things tonight just for you at home that have just flown over their heads tonight. And it's not their fault. A lot of the times they just hear the waves lapping up to shore. They drift away. They drift away. Uh, 
This is from Dawn. Do non-vaccinators vaccinate their pets for rabies and parasites and shit? I don't think you heard that. Do non-vaccinators vaccinate their pets for rabies and parasites and shit? I bet they, oh, of course they do. Of course they fucking do, because they care more about their fucking pets. You know, and then they buy costumes for them. The kids are staying at home during Halloween, but the dogs are out fucking trick-or-treating. Um, this is from Caitlin, who is, uh, I just turned 32 weeks ago. I'm technically a millennial, and I'm sick and fucking tired of middle-aged men and women yelling about how sensitive millennials are, that we're lazy, rude, and the Republicans keep calling us snowflakes, which is funny when I'm working my retail job, and Karen is freaking out because her $5 bed, bath, and beyond coupon can't be on it at our store. <laughs> Being called entitled by the people who wrote the book on it grinds my fucking gears. Good for, good for you, Caitlin. No, I mean, it's really, it's really, I mean, seriously, I, I don't run into a lot of millennials, and, uh, but it just is amazing to me the, the bitching and moaning that goes on from my generation of fucking, that really is like the dinosaurs leaving the earth, that, that fucking, <laughs> what you're, what, when I listen to Mitch McConnell speak, I go, holy fuck, is, is anybody up there in that brain? <laughs> Is anybody operating? Is any Chuck Schumer with that glasses like... <laughs> Jesus. And you expect somebody to listen to you, asshole? God damn it. Do you not have anybody around who goes, you know, Chuck, you know, fucking keep the glasses up. Fucking look straight ahead. You can't remember shit, idiot. You got to look at a page. Fucking unreal. I do it. I fucking do it every day. Chuck, you should be able to remember shit. All you gotta do is say something for three fucking minutes. God damn it. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I really do feel like it's like, uh, it's amazing for my generation to bitch about fucking, oh God damn it. I can't even, it makes me apoplectic. I could literally lie here and just twitch for a while. <laughs> this constant going after my generation was gone after we go after every fucking generation we're we're living between two time zones we're living between two fucking errors okay we're coming out of what i believe is an industrial era into a technological era and the children are fucking in the middle of it and they and they and you expect them to be able to go well you know fucking i get it no and the fucking adults don't get it and so they're being the people who are basically leading them around. They were fucking taught by people and, and fucking brought up by people who fucking didn't. They were brought up for a time that doesn't exist. Didn't happen. They were brought up for the time period in which we live, which isn't here anymore. There are, there's no fucking machine that takes your phone calls, idiots. You're walking around with a fucking phone in your pocket, fucking radiating your nutsack. We're in a different time. God damn it. I could go longer, but I, I want to I get be, be able to sign shit, and so fuck. <laughs> I'm a special education teacher in Florida. Oh, boy, that must be fucking exhausting. <laughs> 
really? Wow, that's a, a wide swatch, I would imagine. <laughs> and a special education teacher in Florida, enough said, oh, and Florida doesn't consider that being enough of a teacher, so they won't give me my bonus money. Are you shitting me? And want to take back the bonus money they gave me last year. What, did they send you a note, Colleen? Or should I give me the money back, you fucker? Did they probably send somebody to the house? So are you shitting me? Where do you get the nuts to fucking send somebody a bonus check for fucking being a teacher and then going, no, I want it back because we're going to do something with it. We're going to buy stamps. <laughs> fucking douchebags. It's got to stop. Even, even if you send out the check to a teacher by mistake, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I like that. That was good. Yeah, shut up. This is Matt, this is from last night. Not sure what to make of this. The USA has $21 trillion of national debt with 335,000, 335 million people. Venezuela has one-tenth the population, but less than one one-hundredth of the debt. And Venezuela is the one in trouble. What the fuck? <laughs> We need a balanced budget a uh, amendment to force these old fuckers in Congress to live within their means. No, we don't. No, what we need is to, to tell the Venezuelans how to fuck with money so that they can live the way we are. Because we are really pulling a scam here. That's unbelievable. This, I'm going to read two things and, and probably hopefully end with this. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I have to. Because I've I already I've, I lost part of my brain already dealing with. Uh, when I started talking about going between one, the technological age and the industrial age, I, I, think, I, I think I got lost. And I think this is crazy. So this is this is so you know, uh, um, so you know this is from Michael, and this is the next one's from Deborah. Michael and Deborah are both in the audience. Here precisely is where our country stands. So you know Alexandria Ocasio. Ocasio Cortez has been elected now in her seat in New York. And stop, please! Hey, 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 hey! Listen, nobody can hear you. Okay? It doesn't go out. The only people who can hear you are the people in this room. All right? This is going out live throughout the world. All right? It's free to them. And so your job right now, as I told you is the, when the act ended before, is to shut the fuck up. For those of you who are wondering if you want to visit Jacksonville, this may be something you want to put in the equation. Don't let this, no, don't, seriously, it's well worth your time. Come on down here, and uh, especially for football season. <laughs> 
Uh, so as you know, uh, Ms. Cortez has been elected now in her seat in New York, and holy fucking shit, my nine-month-old niece has more intelligent thoughts. Who the fuck did this woman blow to get her seat of power? Just listen. Her renewable energy plan, I think, was drawn up on an etch-a-sketch and construction paper, paper, paper colored with crayon. Then she has to go and open her fucking moronic mouth, mouth about Amazon in New York. Does she not realize the amount of jobs and monies she just cost New York with her so-called opinion? I originally am from New York and live in Jacksonville, Florida now, but if I still lived there, I would have started a petition to have her punched in the face by every New Yorker. <laughs> What is this country coming to electing these assholes into Congress? Are we all that fucking dumb? It's the great country of the United States really starting to just turn into an epic shit pile. Enough of my rants. What are your thoughts? I don't know if you want to hear them. Um, because they, here's the thing. Here's what you got wrong, okay? She has no effect on that. That was done by the city of New York and the state of New York. That's what happened there, okay? She had no effect on that. It wasn't her. She doesn't have that kind of power. Her power is in Congress. It was the city that made the decision and the state that made the decision, okay? And the city and the state made the decision because the, because the good folks at Amazon were fisting the city of New York on a level that is unimaginable. So we could go through what the facts are, but I didn't know that anybody was gonna bring this the fuck up in Jacksonville. I am sure that you have your own problems down here, and I would fucking worry about those, sir. The other thing you really have to remember, and everybody's gotta remember, about the people that you don't like in office, is don't yell about them. All you do by yelling about them is give them power. What you did is give her power. <laughs> if you shut up, then she doesn't have that kind of power. You're making her seem much more powerful than she is. She's one congresswoman who gets a little bit of time on television, okay? And who basically said, nothing that isn't, is it any more psychotic than we're bringing coal back? Uh, seriously? It just depends. All it depends on is which level of psychotic do you want to be. That's all. And now we end with Deborah, who says, if I hear one more representative badmouth AOC, I'm going to scream. She's what, 12? She's a freshman congresswoman with some really interesting ideas. The senior House members act like she's going to enact those ideas all on her own. Apparently, they've forgotten the process. Uh, Okay, I guess kissing the orange failure's ass these past two years has caused some confusion. I think they should all just shut the hell up. What say you? What I say is the same thing. You don't, don't, he's, you stop talking, don't you talk about him. I don't mention his name. There's a reason. Don't talk about him. Stop it. And you're right. She doesn't have that kind of power. And, and it's amazing, though, that they are giving her that power in the Congress. That they're kind of going, boy, look at her, boy. <laughs> they're unbelievable, you know? She won. She won a congressional district over a guy who'd been there for 106 years. 
She beat a tortoise. She beat a fucking tortoise. That's the way of the world, fuckers. They're going to be, and I'm just telling you this. Here's the deal. They're coming. Younger folks are coming. And they're going to find out just what a pain in the ass it is to be in charge. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure spending time with you in Jacksonville. We'll be coming to you tomorrow from Stewart. I'll see you guys afterwards. Thanks for everybody for writing in. Thank you for your time. Take care of each other. Good night. We are coming to you live from Stewart, Florida at the Lyric Theater. Stewart, Florida is known, uh, one of the major things it's known for, the audience doesn't really realize this, but uh, it is uh, the ancestral home of my... uh, Opening act, who's uh, not with us this evening, John Bowman, was born here and then uh, immediately taken away because they realized he was the spawn of Satan. (laughs) But but, uh, it just, he couldn't be with us tonight. So uh, we miss him and and look forward to seeing him again soon. Um, Stewart has not been the same without him. He would have been a much different town, I can assure you, much bigger. He would have had walls. Parapets, everything. It would have been fucking unbelievable. Stuart, for those of you who don't know it, is a... uh, You would... I'd never have said this about any place, but it is true of... of, It's a sleepy beach town. A sleepy, small, little beach town. And that does not... And that's what it is. I mean, that's what I see. I walk around it. It's, you know, unless I'm fucking missing something. And by sleepy, I can say that with assurance because this show on a Saturday night, on a Saturday night, on a Saturday night, uh, we, 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 the show time was seven o'clock in the history of all theaters everywhere. No one uh, on a Saturday night said, hey, who, what about seven? Um, so uh, I don't know. I don't know what they have to do. I, I, I guess they need to be, you know, in bed by nine. And this is a stretch because normally my my show would be over, and uh, I'm kind of keeping some of them up. Because I just I can't fucking. Seriously, because when, when they told me, because I've performed here a number of times, and I really like coming here, and we, and we, and, but we usually, uh, you know, and uh, but I don't buy shells. I'm not a, you know, there's there's some shit you're selling in those shops that you got to be really blind drunk to fucking purchase. <laughs> But at least you don't have like t-shirt shop, t-shirt shop, t-shirt shop, t-shirt shop. And that's just, you at least there's kind of uh, fucking changes to different kinds of shit, but it's, it's more interesting shit. And, uh, but it was, uh, it, but I, I, I don't, I, they said it's, it's going to start at seven tonight. I said, it's Saturday. Nobody fucking, what is the matter? 
Is, it, it's, it, is there like something that goes on at like 9.15 that I should fucking know about? <laughs> or the, a sea creature arrives at dawn, Lewis. <laughs> takes us all the way for a big ride. But, uh, it's, uh, but it's, it's down here. And I, I was just asking uh, uh, one of the guys off stage, what else? What's the cities around here? And I could list them. And they're all... Sleepy little beach towns. <laughs> it's uh, Fort Pierce and Okeechobee and Jupiter and Sunset and Fartlick and Bobo. And <laughs> Snackville. And <laughs> so we'll get rolling with this. Um, this is these most of these are written by those the folks in the audience here. Um, and uh, this sadly is. Uh, the, the last night of our uh, run here in Florida, we have to go back to the cold. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I have shit to do. Yeah, next week I'm on the Daily Show, so I have to leave. They, I can't just say, can't we shoot it in Florida? They go, fuck you, Lewis. You get back and freeze your tits off with the rest of us. But you don't know, because it, it could be 55. It was like fucking 50 the other day. There were 55. It's fucking nuts. So this is from Daniel. He's here tonight. He's not very happy. Uh, I moved back here from Colorado, uh, and words can, can't describe how awful it is. <laughs> you were in Colorado. You were in, like, the pot industry. They were fucking, people were buying so much fucking pot, Daniel, that you wouldn't have to worry about shit. The, the fucking government didn't have to do anything anymore. They just would go here, buy a bag of this shit, and look, we can have a police force. Uh, I should have learned from my time, uh, so I can't describe how awful it is. I should have learned from my time growing up here previously. There's nothing to do, and the people here are worse than most anywhere else. Yeah, tough, tough shit. I'm, all I do is read what I get, folks. That's what I love about doing this. I, I, I gave you all the opportunity. I fucking for days. The fucking I keep asking. You know, I've got, I did radio shows and I said, hey, you know, uh, you can write in whatever you want about your town. Nobody wrote in like, oh, oh, the glories of Stuart. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. This is what I got. So you're gonna take it, okay? It never snows. Yeah, hello, uh, Daniel. There are drug dealers and gangs everywhere. Well, not on the street today. <laughs> and even some natives I met know it sucks. This state is worse than Alabama when it comes to racism. Wow. And since moving here, I've had trash and syringes thrown onto my front lawn every week. What do they just drive by? Hey. <laughs> Also, if you don't have a car or even a bike, you're fucked. And good luck finding a safe school for your kids. Last year, my area had two school shooting threats. Half the school didn't even show up. The school budgets suck, especially since the state is overpopulated by, and I love this, northerners moving here with eight kids each. <laughs> really, Daniel? Like, like, that's like, say, if, if there's a whole bunch of Catholics coming down here with a bunch of their kids. 
That was how it used to be. That was the thing. You know, there was my the, my 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 family lived next door to Catholics, and they were they were like they were. You'd go to the, my brother and I each had a you know there was like a two we had like three bedrooms, and Ronnie and I had a be, Ronnie had a bedroom. I had a bedroom. We'd look at, and then and we talked to the other kids, and there'd be like four heads sticking out of one and six out of the other. <laughs> so. The state sucks, the road sucks, the politicians suck, the people suck, the school sucks, and it's always a billion degrees no matter which month it is. My general advice is don't move here. Fuck Florida. <laughs> but, no, that's good, Daniel. I'm glad you got it off your chest. <laughs> and he certainly opened up to me the, I didn't realize, because it really seemed kind of idyllic here, and apparently you don't judge a book by its cover. This is from Deb, uh, but she says we love our teachers in Martin County, Florida. Yep, yep. All, all, nine, all nine teachers who are here tonight. <laughs> Why don't these cheap fuckers in Tallahassee find the money to pay what, the, what, what they fucking deserve? Because <laughs> they've got to get rid of that algae that's choking your fucking shoreline. Once they do that, because then they'd have to come up with a tax. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I know you don't. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. That's why. I mean, it's unbelievable to me. Nobody in this country, no, no teachers being paid what they should be paid at this point. You're, you're, you're completely fucked. And they have no clue. People have no clue. And, and this is, this, uh, this is uh, a friend of mine said this the other day. This is one of the states where people, and, and, I've, and I've also seen it in New York. I've, I've, I've talked to people where they go, well, I don't have children. I don't see why I should be taxed for, for their education. It's like, well, because they're your children, asshole. That's why. You don't get to choose. You're in a fucking country, you fucking idiot. Look around. And you share certain things. And one of you things that you share is the responsibility of educating your children. And you were fucking... It takes a lot of balls for these people to fucking, who fucking were basically supported through their education by a ton of people to then turn around and go, I'm not paying for somebody else. Fuck them. <laughs> That'll have a big effect. They're watching right now in Syria going, God damn it, I'm not going to that country. <laughs> We do. We've had people in Syria watch. I don't know how the fuck they're getting it, but they do. This is, we have two back-to-back. This, this is uh, from Keith. Why is there a block-long bus with a trailer attached taking up about 20 parking spots right in front of the theater? Well, first off, Keith, um, you're on acid. Okay, that isn't, if that's 20 spots, then you fucking, are, that's 20 maybe motorcycles could park there. That's about four cars worth, um, and that's the, the bus that I'm on. And the reason I'm on a bus is because otherwise I would have come, I would have had to fly here, and that wouldn't have made me happy. <laughs> 
The first, uh, the first tour that I really did from in theaters was with the, my friend David Tell and Mitch Hedberg, and we flew from place to place to place, and you, we did it every day, and that was not going to happen again. And normally, uh, you know, if we were in if we weren't in a sleepy beach town, there would be a, a place behind the theater, but behind the theater, they're selling shells or something. So. Uh, it was a cheese Danish stand, I guess, and so we couldn't park back there. And so, I'm, and there'd be four spaces, and people would be out there beating the shit out of me. That's my space, you son of a bitch! But then, meanwhile, then Alex writes immediately, "Who the fuck took up six parking spaces out front of the theater with a with a goddamn house on wheels and a trailer?" Don't big stars arrive in limousines? Well, nope, I'm not a big star. <laughs> he had to park on the other side of the railroad tracks. Wow, let me get my violin and uh, play a sad song for you. I'm really, I apologize for that. Part of the reason uh, we have the trailer is, is for the merch. The reason we have the merch is because one of the things that I've learned living in this country of capitalism is, is that it's important to create jobs for people so that they have jobs. So a lot of what we do is supports about f- three or four or five people who do the website and a bunch of other things and get the messages out to folks that were actually coming to the town. And uh, and, and what it does do is, is it makes it possible uh, for me to do this live feed that is free. So people are watching right now and they're not paying for it. And we don't have commercials and it goes out uh, throughout the world. And part of it is because that goofy fucking trailer back there filled with my crap. <laughs> and... Uh, And, uh, and, and a chunk of the money, too, goes to, uh, you know, certain charities that I'm uh, heavily involved with. And uh, one of those is, is my friend, uh, the Greenbergs, you know, uh, Gail and Billy are here tonight. And uh, I've been involved heavily with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation and, uh, and the work that they do. So... so I hope, Keith and Alex, that you feel really bad. This is from the other night. This is someone from Florida. So I just realized the older I get, the more I fucking hate crowds. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the town you should move to. Of course, in order to come see see you in person, I need to deal with not only the crowd but also with the fucking people who think it's their job to yell one dumb shit thing out after another, or sit in front of a couple who think they are sitting home and watching you on television with popcorn and a fucking drink, talking endlessly about their poor life decisions. <laughs> I'm done caring about how funny the show is. I would just be fucking happy, happy camper if I was able to hear it. And that's really true. When you go to a show, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, that's really... And that happens constantly. I'm, I hate to say this, but Friday night shows are always kind of a bitch because... Uh, uh, it, it, a lot of people, and I understand it. I mean, you know, it's Friday and they've been through five days and then they go and they have, fuck, we're going to get to see the show. And then they have like a little bit of dinner and about 19 drinks. And then they're in the audience going, well, this is the greatest night of my life. <laughs> um, this is from Rob. Did you start your career wanting to be an actor or a comedian? Uh, 
uh, asking because of Jacob's Ladder, a movie that I was in that was, it's, it, and as you can see, a phenomenal crowd, crowd pleaser. I'm making residuals off of him. I get, I get a stamp. Uh, I, I, I get, a, I don't even get a forever stamp. I get like a 32 cent stamp. But it is a good movie, and it was. Uh, but he, I started actually as a playwright, is what I started as, and then, uh, and that was a real cost-effective move on my part. <laughs> and then I, and then people saw me, uh, and then I, I worked as uh, I ran a room in which I could get my plays done, and uh, I wrote plays, and they performed them. And then before each show, I would, uh, I kind of talked about the play or whatever was going on that night and what was coming up, and uh, and people. And people started to, uh, you know, we had a lot of um, casting people come and they started picking me up. And uh, so I, I literally was cast in uh, Jacob's Ladder because of that. And I was cast in Hannah and Her Sisters because of standing around in a, in a basement in New York City. So it was. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get the fucking place done. <laughs> Roger asked, why can't I wear one of those fake internet, inter, uh, fake comfort animal vests people buy for their dogs and fly for free? Well, you, Roger, you could. I don't know why you don't have the courage to do it. If you could just find a pal, you know, who would put a muzzle on you and you get on all fours and probably a big vest, it need to be a big vest, and have them bring you to the airport and they'd say, this is my... Uh, this is my comfort animal. I don't see what the problem would be. Give it a shot, Raj. Give it a shot, and then if you could write me back about it, it'd be great. And if they're pictures, fucking, I'll put them on the website. This is unbelievable. So uh, why is it that when I play words, this is from Sharon. She was, uh, I wanted to read this for a while. She was in, in the show a couple of weeks ago, but I think it applies. When I, why is it when I play words with someone new, they all seem to want to be my best fucking friend and know my life's history. I'm 72 fucking years old, and if I wanted to make new friends, I would. All I want to do is exercise my gray matter. Why in God's name do they ask every question under the sun? Where I live, am I married, how many children, what's my profession? I'm not applying for a damn job. I I just want to play words and keep my brain working for a little while longer. I'm not looking for friends, just some with a brain to play words with. So, see, it's, I, I deal with a lot of people. I, I deal with uh, a lot of my audience are really happy people. <laughs> and this is from Andrea. This is unbelievable. So my husband just showed me the pictures of the $5,000 $5,000 safe space cubicles going up around the campuses of Turner Studios, CNN, and others offshoots. Yeah, have you, have you haven't heard of it? Yeah, because my, my friend John would have heard of it because he's on the fucking phone all day. And, they, and people know about this shit because they're on the fucking phone all day. But, and, it, and I'm kind of glad I don't know, and this is the way I find out shit. So it's, they've got us, it's not a high school, not a college. A multi-billion dollar international corporation is hiring young adults who don't understand that restrooms exist. So what they've done is they've built, they've built safe space cubicles for them to go into. 
instead of just going to the bathroom. I mean, if you need a moment, go to the bathroom and cry in the stall, splash some water on your face, and get back to work like an adult. Instead of better medical coverage for employees, they get $5,000 timeout booths. We are now waiting to see how long before someone gets caught fucking in one and if they will remain afterwards. That's good. That's great. And there will be somebody just because you sent that out, Andrea. Someone will be found fucking in one next week. This is from Rosemary. Can't wait to see the lyric tonight. Last year at sunrise in Fort Pierce, some jerk in the audience didn't agree with you and walked out. And so apparently, I, apparently uh, we, they, they claim that there was another person said, don't bash Trump tonight because you did that last time I was here. And I, I have not, I, last time I was here, I don't even think I, I talked about him. I don't. I fucking, the only joke I did really about him at that point in time was, is the people would say to me, uh, I forgot this joke, so I'm going to tell you. But, and because I say it all the time, I do it in every interview. They say, you know, is, is, is Trump good for comedy? And I said, he's good for comedy in the way a stroke is good for a nap. <laughs> and, that was, and that was literally, because I didn't do a lot of that. Because I avoided it because it wasn't worth it. So I don't know what it was that upset them. It may have been John who set them off, because he's like. <laughs> Um, and now he he does Trump and he does him really well. He can do his voice, so it's great. And now and say, and he also does a, a phenomenal Rudy Giuliani, who's disappeared. <laughs> yeah, but what do you think happened? <laughs> it's very weird. He just gone. All of a sudden, he was gone. Nobody seems to be looking for him. That. Uh, and I'm just going to end with this only because it comes from another country. And here's the problem that we face when we, and part of the problem we have, and I know that people respond differently, and that, you know, that we shouldn't worry about what other countries think of us. But I think um, it's like being in a classroom. And when you're a kid and when everybody thinks you're an asshole, chances are... <laughs> So my friend Mildred, who's uh, Mildred Ellison, who sends in these things, she's, she writes, uh, so somebody asked the question on one of these sites, why do British people not like Trump? A gentleman named Nate White was happy to answer. This is a Brit. Uh, and I'm not a major fan of Brits. But, okay? They got their own fucking problems. But, but they are erudite. And this is what he said. A few things spring to mind. Trump lacks certain qualities which the British traditionally esteem. For instance, he has no class, no charm, no coolness, no credibility, no compassion, no wit, no warmth, no wisdom, no subtlety, no sensitivity, no self-awareness, no humility, <laughs> no honor, and no grace. All qualities, funnily enough, with which his predecessor, Mr. Obama, was generally blessed, generously blessed. Now, I'm reading this. I've done this, I've done, every about once every two weeks, I, I turn to the camera and I go, okay, I'm reading this. I know that somebody out there is, uh, you know, really watches and, and watches this because I know the way people watch who, who are big MSNBC, people watch 
Fox and what did he kind of get jacked up? So I know people watch this and you're and you support him. And I know that what I read really irritated the shit out of you. Well, explain to me what it was that why that it, it doesn't bother you that that's the way that this is the way that this person sees it. And or what is it that I miss? What is this person missing? In terms of the, what is the charm that he's missing? The the coolness. I'm just going to say, and I will. I will not. If you can come up that you, a reason that you think Trump is cool, except is kind of like he's so uncool that that makes him cool. Then I okay. Then I'll buy it. So I answered my own thing. So you don't even need to deal with that. I did it myself. He makes Nixon look trustworthy. Remember, this is a British person, and George W. looks smart. In, in fact, and this is really what's spectacular, this is the reason I read it. I'm going to tell you, send me stuff. Send me what it is that you find so attractive about him and why it is as important that he is the president for you. Just send it to me. I will read it. I never get it. I never get it from you, and I'm tired of asking for it, Okay. <laughs> In fact, if Frankenstein decided to make a monster assembled entirely from human flaws, he would make a Trump. <laughs> and a remorseful Dr. Frankenstein would clutch out big clumpfuls of hair and scream in anguish, my God, what have I created? If being a twat was a TV show, Trump would be the box set. It's been a pleasure spending time with you and Stuart. We take next week off. We'll be doing The Daily Show on the 26th. Well, then on the 28th, we're going to be in um, Peoria. Then we go on to uh, Battle Creek, Michigan, and we'll end up in Ann Arbor. And we look forward to seeing you out there. Please start writing your rants as soon as you can. Um, it's been a thrill spending time with you. You've been a great audience, and thank you very much for your time. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.